Travis? That's well, that's who I'm <laughs> pretending I am today. Is that you? Barely. <laughs> it's barely me. It's I'm barely here today. No, that's not true. I actually You're friend, fully here. John, I have way more energy than I've ever had, and I feel like something's wrong. Like <laughs> you're like, wait, why am I in a great mood today? You know, when people are about to die, they're like the most happy. Well, I hope that's not happening to you. Oh no, I'm, I'm miserable. So I'm not about to and die. Is that a thing? What? Or are you just making that up? No, I made it up. <laughs> okay. You know that thing where like people get like really happy and energetic right before they die. <laughs> well, that's usually whenever they, um, uh, when it's by their own hand. That's actually, oh. that's actually not made up, but we're not going to talk about that because it's a little bit too dark. So, um, so it started bright started and then it bright. went really dark. Well, it um, got a little, oh. it got a little cloudy, um, it got a little cloudy but we're moving out. Suicide. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. We don't say that because we're trying to attract <laughs> sponsors. Yes. Uh, cloudy with a chance of, um, cloudy with the chance of sponsor yeah. us. You're right. But also cool. Cool, cool, hey, cool. Speaking of dark and self-harm, have you watched The Sandman on Netflix? I have not, but I plan on it. So you know about it? I do know of it, yes. Cool. Also, sirens are happening. It, oh. It's Hollywood. Yes. So they're constant sirens. That's just part of um, the aesthetic. <laughs> yeah, it just comes with the territory. As, as people uh, like to say, it's very aesthetic. Yeah, it's like I love that for her. But like, is um, it aesthetic, though? Is an aesthetic or really <laughs> crazy that there's always a siren going off in Hollywood? Um, so the Sandman. Yeah. So I was watching. Uh, so I watched all of it like did. right away. How many episodes are there? Eight. It's or like 10. Oh, eight good. or 10. Good, good, good. Yeah. But apparently there's like more coming out. And so I um, I watch um, the Trixie and Katya Netflix recap show, which is like I like to watch. Yeah, of course. On YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. so they did the Sandman yesterday. Oh, and I usually watch it like right as right as they come out because those bitches are funny. Oh well, yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so they did the entire Sandman series, like abridged, obviously. Oh yeah, and um, but like at the end of it, there were it like went it surpassed like the episodes that they were. Uh, reacting to like surpassed episode 10 on Netflix. And I'm like, what the, what's going on here? Like, wait, I was like, wait, did I miss, did I miss a couple of episodes? And I started freaking out and I'm like, I don't, I don't recognize these episodes. So I went, uh -oh. I went back to Netflix and I'm like, no, it stops where I thought it stopped. And then later on that day, I was like, it was like eating at me all day yesterday. I was like, wait, I have to go back and see what those episodes were. Maybe I was just forgetting something. And they took it down. They took uh, the Trixie and Katya episode down because because uh, spoiler they, alert. God, that's because they haven't. Apparently, there's like these surprise episodes that are supposed to come out uh, and they accidentally <laughs> had them recap it in their little show and released it on YouTube. But like like hundreds of thousands of people saw it. Um, whoops. <laughs> yeah, because there's like a really major character that um, unfortunately passes away. Oh. On, um, but in in a crow in a raven form, like at the beginning of the seasons, and then um, yeah, 
then you learn that these ravens were once human people. And then like you see you see them recap the human oh, version oh, of that I mean, crow. Oh, mm, that really yeah. sucks, actually. Yeah. And so I was just like, uh, cool. Like this is all right. Well, like, I guess fine. I mean, <laughs> look, it's not unlike but, what we do here. Spoil things for people. Oh, right. So these drag queens alert. really did ruin your day. No, <laughs> they, they clearly had like no idea because they filmed that shit in advance. But like, yeah, Netflix, come on now. Um, goopsies. Netflix, Netflix is like, we have so many other problems to deal with right now. The last thing we have to think about is drag queens reacting to things. Honestly, that should be the thing. That should be their main focus. It should be because <laughs> you can't underestimate the audience of a drag queen. No, you really cannot. Yeah. Um, so that's my story. Speaking of drag queens, <laughs> we're doing the movie Cruella this week. Yeah. <laughs> which is, it was very draggy f- for me. The costuming. I mean. A costuming. Okay. Okay. So let's just get into it. I don't, let's get okay. Into it. Everyone. All right. So this week, thank you. Oh, first up top. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, if you're thank new you so here, much. if you're new here, hi, welcome. My name's Travis. Uh, I'm John. That's John. And um, and we're no longer on the Internet. We are Mean Girls Interrupted. We are Mean Girls Interrupted. That's what this podcast is. It's a movie review podcast where we give you tons of spoilers by synopsizing what we've watched. And then we give you our opinion. If you like it, you can um, subscribe. You can rate and you can review. Mm -hmm. Give us five stars if you feel so inclined. And if you have a movie that you want us to watch in the future, let us know. Let us know. You can email us at meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com. Uh, it's in the description box below. You can check it anywhere you get your podcast. Just click the description and it'll be in there. You can copy paste. Yeah. And uh, put us on auto download because that shit matters to us. It really does. Um, also, we so, love you all in Australia. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Our Australian people. We're on a different continent also, than we are right now. Well, we're on quite a few different continents, but for some <laughs> we're on reason, all the continents. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't like I'm like, do we accidentally have Australian accents? And well, that's why we are so appealing to Australians. Do you think that they accidentally started listening to us? Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not I don't understand. I'm so I'm thankful. not complaining. That's cool. I'm so thankful. I love an Aussie. Uh, yeah, I know one or two in my day and they are um, I have fond memories of them. I only because know they are no longer with us. Oh, are they back in Australia? Yeah, they're out of town. Oh, <laughs> I only know one Australian person and he um, he gave me Vegemite, I believe. Is that an STD? Uh, well, um, it tastes like it. <laughs> he gave it, me Vegemites? Yeah, he gave me Vegemites. Um, yes, it is basically an STD that you, uh, you spread on bread. It's pretty yeasty. I did it incorrectly. I'm sure it's delicious. How do you do it incorrectly? By putting too much. Oh, I thought you meant like put it up your butt. Oh no, I no oh. that no. See, I did that correctly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because it was uh, the jar, you know. Yeah, I think there's a slang term for that. It's almost like butt chugging for alcohol, but with Vegemite. Yeah. It's, uh, what is it? Oh, what's it called? Oh, yes, yes. Um, uh, it's a it's a, a chugamite. Yeah, ch- a butt chugamite. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. Cool. But also, he liked. Shout out to our Australian. Yes. <laughs> also, he liked root beer, which I hear a lot of people Ooh. don't like root beer. I love root beer. Do you love root beer? Yeah, I do. 
but I it's don't. One, it's one of those. It's like the one that I forget exists. And then I whenever I remember it and I drink it, it's like drinking candy. John, I always forget about it, too. I'm with you. Redacted. You know what got I forget some, about, too? Redacted got yeah. some A&W the other day and I took the first two oh, drinks. The best one. John, do you remember that A&W in our in our home, in our tiny little hometown? And like they had the A&W root beer floats and everybody was like going crazy about them. John, I remember that place and it got turned into a gas station. So <laughs> no, it was part of a gas station. Oh, it, was? it was crazy. Yeah. You could you could walk from you're the right. gas station right into an A&W. You're right. It was the Long John Silvers. It was the Long All John right. Silvers slash A&W. Which is a wild mix. John, I do not want my hamburgers to taste like fish. Uh, me neither. And, and I you also, know they're not switching out the... Where are we going today? John, we are going <laughs> to Cruella. All right. Okay, let's get into it. I know we said we were going to dive in and then we didn't, but now we're going we to. We dove in. We're actually but, diving um, into Cruella. And also speaking of unhinged narratives, Cruella for me was kind of an unhinged narrative, which I liked, which was a strength. Well, because everything was unexpected. But can I tell you, it's also kind of expected because this was written. So it was a novel before it was anything else. Just so oh, you're aware. Yes, I a did long, not long time this. ago in the 50s. It got adapted into 101 Dalmatians in the 60s by Disney, but they actually talk more about Cruella's past and Cruella. Oh. And, and when you're watching this movie, when you see her in school, she had black and white plaits. So her hair was braided. She was expelled from school as a child. She did have black and white hair. She was born with it. And um, she was expelled from school for drinking pen ink. But I think Disney kind of. <laughs> Disney kind of did their own thing. They're like, she's well, also I loved her as a kid. She was totally she like, was, I mean, I mean, I was looking at her wardrobe. Okay. So, um, anyway, so we'll, we'll run down the specs here. Yes. Run so down the it's, specs. It's directed by Craig Gillespie, who is of I, Tanya fame, which by the so, way, great movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously he's going to do a good job doing a super gay fashion uh, queen movie. Fashion, <laughs> so, fashion drag queen. Yeah. And they have too many writers to name. <laughs> like, like, I don't I mean, this thing was probably held up in a lot of development for a long time. So it's gone through a lot of a lot of writers. And one of them is actually. um one of the happy death day to you writers. Oh, so which also has a couple of, of um, writers. Um, and uh, do 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 do. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, and there's also also Tony McNamara was in, involved in this. Who? Oh, yes. Tony. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tony. Yes. Tony. Oh, yes. Tony. Love her. Um, so uh, who wrote The Great, which. Um, yeah. Which can you refresh is, my memory? So the great is with um, who's a what's it? Elle Fanning, which is a show. Yes, but yes, it's yes, also, yes. With um, uh, uh, um, yeah, but also he did the favorite. I love which is, that movie. Yeah, which also stars Emma, Emma Stone. Stone. Yeah, that's how we get there. And so, um, uh, yeah, that's basically the favorite um, is so good. The favorite was so good, and. I really appreciate that movie and Yorgos Lanthimos is a great director, but also it's Craig Gillespie. Um, 
And Naturally, so Craig. Craig. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this is a, definitely a Walt Disney picture, obviously. Don't even need to say anything about it. It's on and Disney Plus if you all want to watch it, if you haven't. Yeah, and the budget was $100 million. This movie cost less than The Gray Man. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> nope. Disney uh, by couldn't $100 have, million. Dollars. Disney couldn't have spared the expense because, John, there were but some elements. But $100 million dollars is crazy. John, listen. There was a I'm scene. All ears. There was a scene where I was <laughs> like, this is the worst blue screen I've ever seen. Oh, which one? Gray Man or Cruella? Cruella. Oh, was it whenever she was parachuting down yes. into water? Uh, yeah. And she based and, and the, uh-huh. like she just like lands on a rock, basically. John, you <laughs> yeah. the nail on the head. I mean, they maybe ran out of money on I, all the you, fabulous costumes. Honestly, <laughs> probably. And also, also the fucking music licensing in this was beyond. Well, let me tell you, though, it was filmed very well, though. It was filmed too well. I mean, this is like a character movie of Cruella and they had some like really sprawling like like they had like a really sprawling heavy CGI like um, single shot sequence through a department store. I'm like, they did not have to go that hard, extremely hard with like VFX to go in through the window all the way down and through the thing. I loved it. I was like, this is landing on her washing a bathroom. Yeah, she's all scrubbing a floor. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, they, they went there. They spent, that was probably like the $500,000 shot. (laughs) (laughs) Like with all the extras. It was a very cool shot though. It, it worked. Yeah, but it's just to establish that she's cleaning a bathroom. Yep, but let me tell you what. <laughs> it absolutely worked. I was like, you know what? Work. Work. <laughs> and there's a lot of moments like that here in Cruella. Okay, yeah. that's, that's it <laughs> that's for us. It. <laughs> okay, we'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, no, uh, so, yeah, so I guess, like, we should synopsize this thing. But first, up top. I liked it. How did you like it? John, I also liked it. I wasn't expecting to like it. John, can I tell you? Um, yes. I wanted to go back and watch it again. Yeah. Because I did. How I, many times did you watch it this I week? I only watched it once, but I do plan on watching it again next week. John, this movie's very... It's like... It's almost... I'm yeah, not, the performance was... I mean... I mean also, who did not have to go that hard was Emma Thompson. John. Emma, Emma Thompson plays um, oh, what's Barbarella. Her name? The, yeah, Barbarella. <laughs> Emma Thompson as Barbarella. Emma Thompson is the Baroness. Well, I was close. I like, like Barbarella. She literally better. doesn't have another name. No, she's the Baroness. It's the Baroness. It's like she, she Lady Gaga. She, got, she doesn't she have got a name God. anymore. She Gaga all over it. Yeah. And, like Emma Thompson's performance in here was like so good. You know right? what it kind of reminds me of? Who? So it reminds me of um, Annie Hathaway. She don't go by Annie anymore. Is um, it Annie? I guess. Uh, and so, <laughs> She's like, this is my government name. Yeah. Well, hi. So Anne Hathaway, it reminds me of her in The Witches. 
Oh, yeah. Because Anne Hathaway went full, full ham in The Witches to the same extent that Emma Thompson did in this role. And don't get me wrong, I appreciated both. Yeah, I think Emma Thompson is extraordinarily nuanced as a performer. And like she knew, yeah, she was like, she really went, she went there for this one and she didn't have to. Well, this, well, she did though, because there's two Emmas in this movie and they were both trying to out Emma, the other Emma. Oh oh my God. I'm like totally just catching up to the two Emmas in the movie. Did you know that if you say, (laughs) did you know that if you say Cruella in the mirror three times, the movie Aloha spills out of it? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Starring Emma Stone as a Hawaiian native. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. So anyway, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> she can't live that down. No, Sorry she's never it. going to. I love Emma like, Stone, but she's you are, really. You are a ginger from Scottsdale. Like, girl, okay. you really didn't have to take that role. I mean, she kind of. I love her to death. I love she, Emma Stone, but that she was, was already a, in Easy A. Girl, that was a stumble. I loved Easy A too. You know, she's never watched that movie. Emma Stone has I, never watched Easy A, and I said, "Bitch, that's a mistake." Yeah, because it's truly some of her best work. I mean, it's got <laughs> that's what a, a lot of people say. It's got Amanda Bynes in it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's got yeah. Amanda Bynes. Rest in peace, Amanda Bynes. She ain't dead, everybody, but she is having a moment. <laughs> this was before yeah. she lit somebody's driveway on fire. Yeah, a yeah. stranger. A stranger's driveway she is on, lit was on fire. Someone's driveway on fire <laughs> for no reason. I, I mean, I'm sure there was a reason, but anyway, let's get back to Cruella. <laughs> yeah. So Cruella takes place in London during the 1960s. Yes, it does. And 70s, yes. I believe. Right? Um, but it, no, it's I, all 60s. Yeah. Right. Are we sure? Right? I don't know. I think it's. I'm not, I'm not going to look into it. I'm not going to look into it either, but I think it goes between the 60s and the 70s. I yeah, really do so because a, she grows up. Yes. And then we're in the 70s. Yes. But it has very much the the whole Velvet Underground theme of that whole London situation with like punk and stuff and fashion and art fashion. and things. And um, and it's also very that that theme is very much reflected in the music licensing. Mm-hmm. I felt there. I don't feel there literally was a a popular 60s like London song like back to back to back to back like from that time and era yeah like they went through the greatest hits and and sort of arbitrarily at times where I'm like why is there a whole jukebox jukebox like following them around Uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know how when some people can't just listen to nothing they can't just be an empty room Right. right. Something has to be happening. That's what I felt. Yeah. The ghost of this movie was just like, look, I can't go through another viewing of this without some music playing in the background. I have to have sound constantly. (laughs) I got to have I got to have Blondie. I got to have other people and other bands from that time. They can't name right now. No, and that's no, it's totally cool. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I guess where do we start at the beginning? Because that's where they started. They started at the very beginning of Cruella, where she's a precocious little child of the 60s. She gets ripped right out of her mom. Right out. Right out. Oh, that's right. They rip her right out. Which is a watchback moment, and we'll get to that. 
Um, so she, uh, her, her conservative mother is very like, don't get into trouble now. She said, you better don't get in. You better don't follow get into the trouble. rules, bitch. This is a very conservative school. We got you in. It's very expensive mm-hmm. school. She so said, watch out. She, and then Cor- oh, little yeah. tiny Corella is just like, uh, sorry, what? Cause I'm about to roll up in here and fuck everybody up for no reason. Except for Anita. She loved Anita darling. Oh, sure, sure, sure. She was very great friends with Anita. Anita was great. Also, you do get to see in the beginning of this when the mom is like, uh, the mom goes, oh, well, that's not how the pattern works. And she's like, well, it's ugly. And then she takes her mom's pattern and shreds it up. And I was like, get it. I said, get it. Like, you're a nightmare. Yeah. And her mom was like, (laughs) oh, my God. And I was thinking the same thing. Not about the mom. I was like, girl, yes. What your mom made was awful. Yeah, and so um, she, uh, Corilla, has like this fashion, uh, this this fashion awareness, and she also has this awareness that she she has like she's like born with the biggest ego in the world, and she's like I'm a genius, and you guys just haven't realized it yet. No, and <laughs> is basically what she says. Well, she essentially does. <laughs> yeah, she like she like says it in the cars, and she's like I'm a genius. Well, you get to see her in the school. She's in the school first. She hits little Timmy in the nuts with the ball. She gets right. thrown in the garbage can and she finds a dog whose name is Buddy. Yeah, um, the dog was cute. The dog was very cute. It was it's very. A, it's a puppy dog. What was it? It was very Sandy from uh, Annie Get yeah. Your Gun. Remember that movie, Annie Get Your yes, Gun? Where the I do. Where, where all the, the dogs died. <laughs> and where the orphan <laughs> had like had so many guns. Yeah, like the orphan gets a gun and shoots the dog in the face. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks. Yeah, Daddy Warbucks was <laughs> Jeff Bezos and yeah, Annie. Yeah, like, the had, sun's not coming up tomorrow for you, honey. No, it isn't. She was a, she was an assassin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that's our new movie. Wait, can we it's, write that? It's Annie Little as an assassin. Annie as an assassin. <laughs> Little orphan Annie Hathaway. Yeah. Um, so there we are. We've circled back through that. The end. <laughs> so, so yeah, Cruella, she, um, the movie, it's very much a long prologue and like her mom takes her to like this, the Baroness's house, which is this fucking Chateau castle thing on like over on a ledge of a cliff. The reason why is because Cruella got kicked out of school. Yeah. And they're like, and she's like hard up for some cash. And she's just like, we got to do something. And her mom's like trying to work a thing over with the Baroness. And they're having a, a heated conversation by the edge of a cliff away from a very cool, extravagant fashion party that Cruella, she was told to stay in the car, but her and her dog. No, ma'am. They no. don't listen to rules. No, they, rules. what's that? They're like, I don't know her. No. And so they, they just roll up into this uh, crazy fashion thing. And immediately this is like the whole catalyst of Corilla being like, this is my life's calling is to be in fashion. Because look at all this cool stuff. And um, yeah, there's uh, like three Dalmatians who are like the guard dogs, apparently. And they um, see Cruella and her little tiny dog and they are sicked upon her because she's an unwanted guest. And uh, yeah, she she flees them to the outside toward her mom where, um, yeah, the dogs super surpass Cruella and then attack her mother, tipping her over the edge of the cliff. And she tumbles to her death she does like what it, she does like four, a lot of backflips formal yeah. backflips and then yeah. the sweetest dive she got like 10 points except yeah, for she like, broke her neck mm, on the rocks right. so obviously it she like didn't, fell apart in the last minute yeah like she didn't really stick the landing 
you yeah, know what I mean? She's doing real good, and then I just kind of just she was fell almost, apart. She was almost. She did. She fell she apart. Just <laughs> burst into like a ten different lens. Well, <laughs> so and so she died. So she died. So Cruella's mom, whose name is, by the way, Estella. Let's not forget. Oh, yeah. Cruella is currently her birth name, Estella. Estella, not Cruella. But so she is she is orphaned and on the run, a fugitive. And she blames herself for her mother's death. And so, ooh, excuse me. No. So her first. (laughs) No, (laughs) I will not. Uh, so she like uh, stumbles upon these other two orphan kids digging in a fountain. And they stumble like, upon her. She's sleeping and they're like, yo, yo, yo. She gets up. She kicks the fat one. And then the tall yeah. skinny one is like, hey, babes. And then Hi, he's babes. like, where's your family? And she's like, I ain't got none. And then he's like, you can come with boss. And then yeah, they and then so she does. <laughs> and so they and so cut to like years and years later, they are adults. They they are a ragtag trio of burglars, cat thieves, thieves. They've been grifting and through life, not drifting, but grifting. grifting through life in their little headquarters. And they are, I guess they're making money. They are. <laughs> like they're, not that they're they like, need it. Yeah. And all she and so she, her whole thing is like she was like designing and, and costuming their whole like she uh, was disguises. And yes. Stuff. Every grift they did. Every grift we take. So every grift, <laughs> so every grift they did, she was designing a new costume for all of them so they'd never be caught. Yeah. And this is so the was story, like everyone. Peace with this life and everything was good for a time. Yep. And then on a birthday of hers. Yep. They gift her with. A job they weaseled her, forged like some paperwork and dropped it into some HR person's lap and stuff. So basically and it's at like Saks Fifth a, in yeah, this she world. she has a job at basically Saks Fifth Avenue. Which is great for her. Uh, uh, yeah, but the job is a janitor. She, which she doesn't know. They said it's entry level. They lied yeah. and they're like, just tell them that the reason, you know, Prince Charles or whatever, it's a um, what they say. It was like a croquet thing or like an anal thing. Something yeah, like, like an that. Thing. <laughs> it was like an anal thing, I think. And so, yeah. <laughs> and so that's how they weaseled her into a job right. cleaning and floors. Then, <laughs> so she was cleaning floors and uh, at, at a high fashion department store. And she kind of hates it and she hates the boss and is getting into trouble because she just can't. She can't not get into trouble. Listen, she you is a what? troublemaker. She was born a troublemaker. Yeah, this is in her nature. It is and troublemaker so, nature. <laughs> uh, so, she, so anyway, so she uh, she's cleaning the boss's office one late one night and she's the only one there. And she decides to get into his liquor cabinet and gets blackout drunk. And she uh, proceeds to um, vandalize the display window. And she's in there. No, doing no, her no. Thing. Don't forget. The, that display window was vandalized before she touched it. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. It was very, it's very like stuffy, conservative fashion. Ugly. And it wasn't good. And so she goes in there and gives it her own taste of makeover. And she wakes up to like a she wakes up in the display case. She is passed out the window display. And then she like somebody taps on the on the door and there's a whole audience out there. And it 
And she looks up and she's painted all over the walls and it looks fabulous. Oh. It looks cutting edge. It looks fashion. It, it looks, looks amazing. John, that was when I was like, do you want to know what that moment actually? Yeah. That moment for anybody out there who had not realized they were gay yet, that was their awakening. Yeah, I can see like a like maybe like an eight year old uh, gay in like in a tiny town somewhere watching this movie on Disney Plus and being like, oh, oh, the only gay in the village. Yeah, the only (laughs) gay in the village watching Cruella in this moment is like. Oh, this is what I am. Oh, wow. I, okay, cool. I, get, I, <laughs> yeah. I know who I am now. Thank you for confirming. I'm totally. I really like that homosexual. moment because it was just a flash in the pan, but you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, they don't really linger on it too much. And then uh, so it's like first thing in the morning, her boss is pissed and she's going to get like ushered out and all the stuff. But then the Baroness is paying a visit to the store because her stuff is sold there. Yeah. And they're like, the Baroness is going to be here right now. And then the Baroness is suddenly there. And she's like, who did this immediately? It's like, it's Emma Thompson. She's like, who the fuck did that window display? And then the boss is like shaking in his boots. And he's like, his we Chelsea just fired boots, her. mind you. His Chelsea boots. His Chelsea like, boots. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, excuse me. Um, we fired her. And then she's like, uh, why the fuck would you do that it's brilliant it's amazing it's so cool and then like uh, emma emma stone estella's like basically in handcuffs and um and she gets the baroness's card she's hired on the spot she is they're like you start work tomorrow at five be there or be square bitch and she goes there she is, is there yeah she is so there and it's a workshop oh of fashion they're workshopping they're workshopping. It's like basically like a, a whole Maison situation. Everyone's like, on Slack. It's a high profile fashion brand. Yep. It's cutting edge. It's a whole machine. And uh, the Baroness is the designer. And uh, so in she air quotes, mind you. Right. But she basically just like walks through and steals all the other designers who uh, um, working away to like she steals their ideas. She steals all of their ideas. She is. And Emma Stone is like a runaway hit at this factory. And also, can I mention factory? Factory. (laughs) There we are. Was that good? (laughs) Yeah, it was. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) But also Emma Stone's accent in this is kind of on point. I was going to tell you. I noticed there were moments when it faltered, but for the most part, I really was like, okay, believable ish. Yeah. Like it wasn't believable to me. I'm not from those parts clearly. So I couldn't (laughs) tell you whether or not she sounded like shit or I'm sorry, shite. And um, to an American audience. (laughs) Yes. Because we don't know any better. (laughs) We know nothing. Um, But um, yeah, so Emma Thompson recognizes the talent she's got in Estella. She says, who, by the way, an important detail, Estella, Estella. (laughs) (laughs) So an important detail is that Estella was born with black and white Sia wig hair. Oh, and right. She was swinging from that chandelier from the day she was born. I'm going to swing from the chandelier. (laughs) I'm going to totally rip off this Sia wig. Uh, Honestly, but I noticed the roots on that wig and I was like, it's okay. It's passable. I'm here for it. You're like, it's fine. But like, like she's been dyeing her hair red since she's been on on the run as an orphan. So she comes into this whole uh, 
factor fashion factory factory big break factory <laughs> <laughs> big break moment with red hair and cat eye glasses honestly she looks uh, really good though for real so it's, yeah like she all looks the, incredible the costumes the costumes not not just like the fashion they created for like the warehouse this and movie shit. is gay it is gay as fuck. This movie is but it's fucking like gay. Everything that Emma Thompson wears, the silhouette on that, like Snatched. that's how I know I'm gay. Was like every single time she entered the room, like that fucking silhouette. She, that silhouette. John, she looked good almost every time. There was one look where I was like, ugh. Oh, which one? The last one. Oh, oh, the one yeah. where she kind of looked like, um, what do we want to call her? Uh, do you remember the one was who was that? burned at the stake? What was her name? Uh, Joan of Arc. Yes. The one that gave oh, me it Joan was of sort Ar- of chain maily. It, was, like, it gave me a little Joan it was of Arc. Clearly. Vibes. Yeah. Like the, I mean, this whole movie was definitely a pedestal or a showcase for the wardrobe department. God, it was good. It was, it was good. really, really good. Like it was the, actually, down to the fabric, like the textiles and the fabric. I was like, I was like, whoa, it was actually is this like custom of, fabric. John, that is where the budget went. For sure. The budget went to the fabric. Do people not understand how expensive fabric is? And to create this shit, I'm not talking polyester. Like you can go and buy your dumb. Right. This wasn't, this was notably not like some cheap costume Mm -hmm. movie stuff. This was like high fashion quality fabric. It was great, dude. And a lot of it looked like custom fabrics, which is how I know that I'm gay, that I would notice something (laughs) like that. (laughs) So that eight year old gay watching this on Disney plus with their parents in the closet and they're in the closet and they're, they're just like, that's a custom fabric. They're like, what? They're <laughs> like, what? They said, little Jimmy, what do you want to be when you grow up? And he said, gay. <laughs> gay. The world is, the world is my oyster. They're like, we're from Ohio, not London. He's like, sorry. Ohio. They're like, put the T-Rex Put the T-Rex arms down. They said, don't you dare? <laughs> yeah. And then there's like this whole moment where like little Timmy like just slowly raises up his wrist into a T-Rex arm and they're like, oh. he says, no, Timmy? nope, little Timmy. <laughs> no, no, no. He says, you can't control me. And that's when yeah. he becomes Cruella. Oh, you know what? That would have been that would have been my moment because I had an aunt one time. I was playing I was playing with my girl cousins living my life. And then like I had. I would, I had a habit of having my, having a limp wrist, having a T-Rex arm. And then I was like eight years old. I was little tiny Timmy. And then, and then out of nowhere, killing my whole, my fun time with these girls, my aunt chimes in and goes, John, if you don't put your arms down right now, I'm going to slap a dress on you. And you know what I should have said? Bring it, bitch. You should have said, not in pink. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. Um, anyway, so that's my whole thing. You know what? Your aunt. We're not going to we're not going to talk about her right <laughs> now. Gonna, we don't know her. But you want to know what? She can, yeah. she can eat crumbly dicks. I know, right? Dry, Who does that? Dried up. Yeah. Dusty dicks. Uh, yeah, this is like Cruella is the movie that I would have loved as an eight year old gay. Honestly, for sure. Can we talk about it? Because if I had, I would have burned through this VHS tape the same way I did with the Wizard yeah. of Oz. Do you want to know? Your parents would have been like looking at each other from like the couch being like, 
I think he's gay. Well, my parents should have known. <laughs> I really did burn through a VHS. That's how many times I watched The Wizard of Oz, John. Ooh, nice. My grandma really? told me she had to buy me a brand new copy because I watched it on repeat. Oh, good on your grandma, though, for actually getting you a new copy. Well, my grandma also That's got love. me. Well, I know. She also got me a Wizard of... She got me a Dorothy Gale doll, and she got me the Wicked Witch of the West doll, and I had them both. Oh, nice. You were your mom's little doll. I mean, your grandma's little doll. She's like, here you go, you little fag. And I said, <laughs> She's like, I said, thank you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, yeah, it's bad to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, back to Cruella, so though. Anyway. Like, did we just go through it right now? I think we kind of went through it. I kind of had a trauma moment with little Cruella. Tim- listen, Cruella's bringing it out in us. Yeah. So good on good you, on little tiny gays watching Cruella. Um, be yeah, fierce. So be as fierce it, as Cruella. Be as fierce. Be, uh, be yourself. Get that dress slapped on you. Don't be an Fuck Estella. It. Be a Cruella. Ooh, nice. There we go. It's tagline. Tagline L'Oreal. for the next one. <laughs> yeah, which is obviously they're doing. A they are. They're line. doing a sequel. Oh, so uh, let's get back to it. Um, so we're at the fashion department. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yes. And so she's the like fashion designing. Sweat house, if you will. Yeah. What do they so call those sweat houses? A sweat, a sweat shop. Oh, I like a house way better. Shop know, just right? sounds so like dark. Yeah. So if this were like a, um, a, a drag ball sort of name, it would be the house of the Baroness. Honestly, I'm into that. Can we see that on next year's um, uh, legendary? Yeah, please. Yes. The House yeah. of Baroness. I'm here. Iconic. Um, so, like, <laughs> so anyway, so she's uh, doing her thing, designing for the Baroness and making all these clothes. And and her stuff is impressing where no she's actually impressing the unimpressible. Um, Anna Winter. Anna Winter. <laughs> Emma Thompson, the Baroness. Yes. And so she's like uh, mildly threatened by Emma Stone Estrella. And and then the plot, the plot thickens whenever she sees Emma Stone sees. Yes. Take it away. Travis. I have to tell you all this. Okay, I just I have to tell you. Cool. Emma Stone sees a necklace on Emma Thompson and Emma's like, hey, bitch, when you get that necklace? And then other Emma was like, girl. Well, it was a family heirloom, actually. Um, somebody was trying to blackmail me and then poof, the bitch died. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And so I took the <laughs> necklace and that's how it happened. But the, we know the significance we of know. this necklace is. Yes. When Estella was a young child, her mom told her this necklace is going to be yours. And it's the same necklace that now the Baroness is wearing. Right in front of her. And it's the audacity a slap right to the face. Yeah. And she's like, so now she's Estella's like on a fucking mission. She's like, I got to get this fucking necklace back she's because like, it necklace. was my mom. Oh, yeah. And I still feel really bad for killing her. Yeah. She's like, oh, dang it. I accidentally killed my mother. I have to get this necklace. And so, she, yeah, that's the so that's shenanigans. Hijinks ensue. New plot. So, yeah. Plot twist. She doesn't want to be a fashion designer as much as she wants that fucking necklace. She's going to get it. Rightfully hers. Yeah, and so her two uh, best gay friends, um, uh, <laughs> Jasper and Horace. Oh, I completely I forgot liked. their names. And so uh, Horace is is the larger one, and he has his own dog. By the way, the dogs play a prominent role in this fucking movie. They, they do. They help um, steal. They've been trained to be thieves, and I love that. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, so Horace has his own little Chihuahua dog named Wink because it wears an eye patch. They missed an opportunity. What? They really missed an opportunity. <laughs> what was the opportunity? I'm not sure yet, but I know there was one that was missed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just because it just felt that it way. It just felt like there was a missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shame on them. Uh, so yeah, so Wink is Horace's dog and is kind of adorable. Actually very cute. The eye patch. Very, the eye patch is very cute. And John, I hate chihuahuas. I'm not kidding. I know, right? I think for all of you out there who have a chihuahua, throw it in the trash. They are gross. Yeah, just, just throw, it throw it in the garbage. Put it where it belongs. In the dumpster. I just okay? hate a chihuahua, but you know what? This actually kind of, you remember when the Grinch stole Christmas and his heart grew yes. and grew? Yes. This has nothing to do with that, but I kind of felt You know it. what they did? You know what they did, though? They doctored up and embellished the fuck out of this chihuahua to make it even cuter. They, because they, they did make him look the cute. The filmmakers knew. They knew that chihuahuas aren't cute on their own. No, they're little. So, they're, so they slapped an eye patch on this thing. A cute little eye patch. And also a cute rat costume. They really did. <laughs> it I, is in that rat costume for a while. John, I like the rat costume. <laughs> The rat. So there's this shot where like the wink is at the end of this hall growling and it's wearing its eye patch in a rat costume. <laughs> and it's the cutest shot of the whole thing. But it's we have so to adorable. tell them why it's in a rat costume, because tell me why Estella is like, I'm going to steal this. This movie turns into Oceans 8, 9, 10 and 11. And they're yes. like, we are going to get <laughs> This necklace back, and here's how we're gonna do it. So they oceans ate the fuck out of a party that um, a baroness that party baroness is having, and then uh, tomfoolery ensues. Uh, hijinks is uh, the actual word for that. It is that. Oh, and I they, just thought because we were across the pond, tomfoolery is what. Oh yeah. Oh right, tomfoolery. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hi, hi, Jenks. Would uh, pussy footing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, they they almost oh, they almost get that that necklace, but it's eaten up by one of the attack dog Dalmatians. Yep. So wh- wh- what do you what do you got to do? You gotta so, steal those fucking dogs, you John. Gotta steal naturally, those fucking dogs and wait for it to shit out. So that's what Estella and her and her cronies do. They steal those three dogs, who actually pushed her mother to her own death. So she's like having some problems. And at this point, Estella has snapped fully into Cruella. Yep. And also, what's also happening as a B story is that Cruella has made herself an, a celebrity among the fashion culture and is purposefully trying to upstage and make the Baroness completely obsolete and overshadow her. Well, she's Which the, it's great. And yeah, and so it's a whole montage of looks. Well, when she the, falls out of that fucking garbage, garbage vehicle. Can? Yes. John, oh, the, the, the trash truck, when yeah. The, when the trash truck... Rolls her out of there and she. Yeah, I was like, okay. I said, God, they no wonder it took five writers to write this thing. John, they went all out. Also, at this point, for all of you, Estella has found out that her mother's death was not an accident. She was trying to shake down the Baroness to get money to blackmail the Baroness. Oh, and the and the the trio of Dalmatian attack dogs 
were at, were uh, called by a dog whistle mm-hmm. by the Baroness to kill to attack and kill Cruella's mother. Cruella's mother. So she has this realization that it wasn't her fault. It's it was not actually the Baroness. It's not her fault. And now she's like, I'm going to murder that bitch. But first, I am going to sh- I'm going to break down every part of this per- this person's character. Yeah. And so she abandons. Estrella and becomes Cruella. Estrella at this point is. Which also causes a rift between her crony people who don't really like Cruella. They don't, which by the way, I mean, she was a bitch. Yeah, she starts to get real. But she is a real bitch. Bad gal Riri on that. I mean, she needs to though. She's Cruella. What's she going to be? Estella forever? Yeah. Estella so, I mean, forever. That sounds Estella like a perfume forever. commercial by DR. Yeah. By well, Estella love. forever. DR. <laughs> Uh, Anyway, the movie ends there, and um, just kidding. No, No. it almost it nearly (laughs) ends there. Yeah, so it goes into this whole thing where, like, um, is that Stanley uh, Tucci in that movie? Is that who that old guy is? is that is Mark Strong, and I have Honestly, I have Mark Strong feelings about him. I was going to say I got some strong feelings for him too. I've always kind of had a thing for Mark Strong. Like I've, I've seen him in movies. We all know who he is and it's just like, yeah, there's too many clothes. He's wearing too many clothes. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of clothes. <laughs> a lot of clothes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he needs to just strip it all away and just leave the harness and that's it. Honestly, you want to know what's going to make this movie more fashionable? What? An, an embellished butthole. <laughs> yeah. Is. A, a rhinestone butthole. <laughs> it is. Particularly. Anyway, uh, sponsor us, Bottles. people. Yeah, oh, sponsored by, <laughs> sponsored by the Walt Disney Company. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, sponsored by Swarovski. Yeah. Anyway, um, where does the movie go from here? So the movie goes I know it culminates in some way. So the movie goes like this. <laughs> yeah. The Baroness finds out that Estella is Cruella because Estella has been hiding as. So Cruella, it's all also, it's a very the disguise, twisty the disguise, is, the disguise is very weak. Also, your names rhyme. They, okay. Yeah, they really do. She's like, my name is the same face. Cruella. So, right. well, it's because she has poor vision. Oh, Emma Thompson has poor oh, cool. vision. I made that Great. part up, but I'm just trying to justify the reason why she couldn't tell who it was behind a lace mask. It makes yeah. no sometimes sense. no mask at all. No mask. It makes no sense. But fine, uh, whatever. We're going to uh, set aside any, you know, we're yeah. just going to, we're going to, we're going to accept it for what it is. So anyway. So the movie ends. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, we're getting there. So what happens right. is homegirl finds out who Estella is and is like, I got to kill that bitch. She's better at this than me. So she literally tries to burn Cruella up. And her family, she has, right. uh, she has Horace and she has Horace and then the string bean. Those two are yeah. arrested for the alleged murder of Cruella. Right. But guess but what? She is saved by a, a, a hot Mark Strong. Stanley Tucci's other half. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ooh, I'd watch that. I'm sure you would. <laughs> I'm sure you would. You know what? You can watch it in your mind. I will. But let's finish this because we're running out of time. Sorry. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So Mark Strong is like spills the tea on on Corilla's true origin, which is she is the daughter of the Baroness. This is like the 15th twist in the movie, which is kind of great. It- right. So Corilla for a second is just like really conflicted. And she's like, 
yeah, who am I? What does it all mean? And then she's like, you know what? The Baroness may be my true birth mother, but I'm going to fucking kill her anyway. So <laughs> she like, she goes all out on this whole mission and it becomes this whole, will she kill her or what, or will she do the right thing and just get even? Um, so she, um, Stages. So, what she, so what she does is what she does is she stages her down the Baroness's downfall by having a private conversation between themselves but at this very same uh, area at the edge of the cliff where her mom died at a party but, no less just like how her yeah, mom died we're at back a at fashion the party essentially yeah. we are it has gone full circle yeah but little does uh, the Baroness know that um, Cruella has fully gaslighted those three Dalmatian dogs onto her side. <laughs> I don't know how she did it, but she did. Yeah. And so she also steals that dog whistle and at the final moment blows the dog whistle. Right. Oh, and then the dogs uh, quote, uh, attack no. in a big, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm-mm-mm. no. Oh, right, right, right. Almost, right. almost <laughs> right. This is where she's like, I know that you killed my mother. And Emma Thompson is like, all right, bitch, cool. You got me, but you're my real daughter. Can I give you a hug? (laughs) And then Emma Stone's like, you're not going to try anything funny, are you? And then she's like, huh? And then she says, idiot. And then she pushes her. She goes, kapush. And everyone is standing. There's a whole audience. The party people are all witness to it. The murder of Cruella. But Cruella deploys a parachute. And the worst blue screen moment happens at in the history of, of movies. It could be uh, it could be worse, but it's pretty bad. Yeah, it's real, real bad for a hundred million dollars. It's pretty movie. bad. Uh, and so she gracefully lands into the water. Everybody thinks she everybody thinks Estrella's dead. Yep. But then Cruella, um, yeah, basically uses her inheritance. Her birthright is the Baroness's everything empire chateau whatever so cruella the dalmatians the two dogs and um horace and jasper they move into the baroness's house because why the hell not they own it now and mark strong's there so that's gonna be a fun time that's gonna be so hot but also (laughs) emma thompson's fully going to jail now because everyone's witness to her trying to murder someone yeah so, so she's on. So she basically gets the death sentence. That bitch is going to the big house. Um, yeah, she's hang people for she, that. Oh yeah, she is up shit creek without an embellished paddle. Yeah, um, she's like, can we put rhinestones on this noose? Honestly, thanks. For I mean, if you're gonna go out, make it an Hermes yeah, scarf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, so that's the end of the movie, and that's. That's it. That's it. And there's going to be a sequel. So we can't tell you. Um, we don't know. I've never seen yeah. the sequel yet. Yeah, uh, it, has, it hasn't come out. I don't think it's been made. Well, we, <laughs> we also haven't got our screeners. Oh, right, right, right. So Walt Disney, we you can sponsor us. We want we our will, screeners. We're pay to play. We, you know, I Listen, you could talk like, me into want, almost anything. Yeah, like <laughs> our people really pay attention to what we have to say about movies. Screeners. It, it's really just the deciding factor on whether or not they watch a film that you make. So while Disney, you can pay us $100,000 and we will give you glowing 
reviews. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What John said. All right. So the so movie's with over. that being said, <laughs> <laughs> what would uh, what did you think about it? I would rate the fashion in this movie a ten. Ten, the ten, ten was across 10. the board. Like for real. Yeah. If if I was Laomi, they went there. They spent they spent money. They spent money on this wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. It is good. If you, it's really good. If for anything else, if you are a person who loves fashion, literally watch this movie. It is eye it's candy. Wild. It's eye candy from beginning to end. And yeah, if they had delivered a fashion movie that was subpar fashion, like it would be a huge problem. The wardrobe so, like, is <laughs> yeah. the wardrobe's incredible. Storyline, yeah. I appreciate that they kind of went back to the roots on it. Which they sure, but they also spent a lot of they took a lot of pains and efforts to keep you guessing. Yeah. They they cared about the twists and the turns and wrapping it all up in a nice neat little package with a little bow at the end. And was it my favorite storyline? Probably not. But also I appreciated that they they weren't lazy about the storytelling. Well, no, but also they're not going to get too complicated on a movie yeah. that's going to be for children. Ultimately, like at the end of the day, it is for kids. And we all yeah. know how stupid you know kids are. Yeah, right. And so there wasn't there wasn't a twist that the audience already didn't know. No. You know what I mean? Like the audience fully knew and expected all these different things. So whatever. <laughs> I can hear that cat <laughs> screaming cat in the, the hallway. Background. Cat screams. Cat screams. So I guess out of like, out of 10 black and white um, hair pieces that it's on. Sia and, wigs. Yeah. Out of, ten, <laughs> out of 10 black and white Sia wigs, I'm going to give this movie probably, I mean, truthfully, I enjoyed it. I, I yeah. really did. Do I think it's perfect? Um, no. The fashion was, the fashion which is was perfect. basically the whole point. But I really. also loved learning her backstory. So maybe this is just me. This is from my gay brain, but I want to give this movie like an eight and a half. Yeah. 8.5. I want to give this movie like an 8.5 only because like that blue screen girl, they have money. But yeah. It's like, get it together. You are Disney. You have monties. You have $100 million. You could. The gray man had 200 million. This could have had that. <laughs> and they, the gray man used less blue screens than yeah, this. Yeah, it did. BT does. So, well, the, we could the, the, the VFX in this movie was unnecessary. John, on top of like the fashion and the storyline and the high quality performances, actually. Did you notice her puppy at some points yeah. with CGI? Full CGI. Why did like, I So need you can make it? that look real. Yeah, so they, they do go back and forth between the dogs being CGI and real. And I'm like, why are you doing this? But you this? can also 100% tell the difference. Yes. They were giving cats. It's like, oh, a cartoon dog versus regular dog? Cats. The movie is what cats. these dogs looked like when they switched yes. from real to CGI. That and is why this doesn't like get a really ten. unnecessary time. It didn't need to happen. It didn't know. She's holding the dog. It doesn't need to be and it CGI. Looks CGI. Throw a f literally get a taxidermy squirrel. It's going to look more real as a dog than the dog. There was put. a CGI Dalmatian that curls up by the fire. Yeah. She said and lays down. She's like, I'll allow it. Right. All it does is lay down. It doesn't need to be a $500,000 shot. Do they not have a Dalmatian in Hollywood that can lay down when offered a treat? 
They do. Exactly. They're there on set mm-hmm. and they're using them half of the time. But they didn't use it for some of these. It's like. And there were times where I, I feel like the mm-hmm. down, like two out of the three Dalmatians together in one shot were real. And then the other one was CGI. I'm going to have like, to go back. What is going on? Yeah. I almost threw up. John almost threw up. Understandably. <laughs> but anyway, that's my main criticism. And uh, so. So uh, out of out of 10 Mark Strong bald heads. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was almost throwing uh, up again. Oh, right, right. Well, but in a good way. No, well, it's <laughs> actually the tea. It's trying to come back. <laughs> the truth? The truth? Uh, no, not the truth. The tea. <laughs> the truth is trying to come out. But uh, anyway, um, we're gay. <laughs> so, so out, of, out of bald heads what were you giving it i'm gonna give it a seven because of there were elements to it like the whole mix the trail mix of vfx you, it was a trail mix it was it wasn't even like oh, it yeah. was like the m&ms were picked out I'm too. like this isn't who framed roger rabbit where the animation is a part of the story, Dude, like the, you don't need to do it. John, you're so, so right. The the virtual effects, it was it was like a trail mix, but like it was all raisins. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> oops, all raisins. <laughs> <laughs> the worst part of a trail mix. The worst. Yeah, it's tolerable with all the other things. Okay, which, so a seven. Uh, which, yeah, so like a seven for me. But uh, so I give it an eight and a half because those the wardrobe was literally so good lit. The performances. These are a plus actresses, a list actresses. They did their job really well. Um, But so Rotten Tomatoes, we're getting into. I haven't read any of the reviews. I know nothing. I'm basing my review purely off of how I felt. Yeah. So but this one is basically the same. The the tomatometer from like real critics is 74 percent. Oh, so you and them both gave it a C. Yeah. And so this one, the critics consensus, the tomatoes consensus is Cruella can't quite answer the question of why its title character needed an origin story. But this dazzling visual feast is awfully fun to watch whenever it's leading ladies lock horns. And that's how I felt. But oh, that's a that's a nice summation. It is actually. It's fair. It is fair. I agree. But the audience score is ninety seven percent, and I also understand why. I can get that. Okay, it makes sense to me. Oh, so it's very I'm, dazzling for an audience. So I'm in the middle of this then. Yeah, you're the audience, I'm, and I'm the tomato. You are a tomato. Yeah, you're a rotten a to- fucking tomato, John. I'm red as fuck, bitch. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to curse. No, 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 no. It's totally cool. We don't cuss here, everyone. This is a family podcast. We're gay. Gay. Uh, So the audience (laughs) consensus is with dazzling costumes, a great soundtrack, and a pair of terrific performances from Emma Stone and Emma Thompson, Cruella shows a classic character in an entertaining new light. Yeah. The Emmas. You can't stop. Was it entertaining? You can't. It was tainting. It's undeniable that this is an entertaining film. So rush to your uh, Disney Plus, sofas, your Disney Plus account. Put in that pin that they make you do. Go to Redbox at weird. Safeway or where, no, it's not weird at all. John, I told you my Disney Plus got stolen literally Ooh. by there were 10 other accounts. Yeah, they're like the only one that like makes you do a pin stolen. And this was before the pin happened. 
Yeah. So the the pin was a game changer. I appreciate the pin, John. I almost couldn't log into your account that I didn't use. (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. Disney, if you're listening, which you are, you listen to everything. You're all knowing. They really do. We have our own accounts. We both pay for our own accounts. We would never, never steal from you. Fully loyal to the Disney Corporation. If there, I would suck Mickey Mouse off if I had to, to prove yeah. that I wasn't lying. Right. I mean, but, if you had to, if you forced him, <laughs> and if it was Mark Strong dressed up as Mickey Mouse, just Mark Strong. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> when you take off those those uh, Mickey Mouse ears, it's really just a Mark Strong. Honestly, hot. He's so hot. Yeah, gay. It's disturbing. <laughs> gay. Gay. <laughs> gay program. This is a high. Uh, uh, so what do you think? I think that we're out of time. Should we go then? Yeah. And so everybody check out Cruella on Disney Plus. Disney pay us money. Give us five stars. Email us. Give it. For yes. all of you out there, Disney, you can do the same if you want, whatever. But our audience, we need you. <laughs> we need you. Yeah. To help us. And that pay is, us money. Yes, you need to help pay us money. Um, you need to shake down <laughs> Disney and get that check for us. But the yeah. only way you can do that is by giving us five stars, giving us a review. Follow, Download that Subscribe. Bitch. Wherever you get your podcast, we're everywhere. Download it. We are everywhere. We're on your brother's Zoom that he somehow still has. Don't. Okay, that's a whole nother hour of Zune. So, okay, can we need to talk about Zune? We'll talk about it later. Later, because I owned one at one point. I thought it was amazing. So I, I thought it was great. I had a brown one. John, it was one of yeah. the best things. And it was Apple heavy. Apple that shit up. John. Yeah, well, that's, Apple, that's another day. But Apple get your, was like, obsolete who? Yeah, John, tell, tell everybody where they can okay. find us. We, you can find us. Everywhere you can listen to podcasts, mm-hmm. but preferably like Apple Podcasts or something. Yeah. Get us into that new and noteworthy situation. You know where else you can find us? You can find us next week. Yes. And at Mean Girls Interrupted at gmail.com. Right. Okay. Cool. So I <laughs> yeah. guess, Travis, yeah. with that, I'm going to see you at the movies. Uh, roll the credits. Uh, once again, I, I came with nothing. Okay, with nothing. All right. Okay, bye. bye.